0: let's get some of those reality tv staples like briefcases filled with tons of cash and Getting down
1: one knee.
0: i'm jared hall from entertainment weekly and here's what to watch on monday february 26th we are counting down today's top three must-see picks from tv and movies but first your entertainment headlines it was Song versus Sword at this weekend's box office where Bob Marley's musical biopic once again landed on top. Bob Marley, One Love is thriving for the second week in a row after jamming its way to number one with a domestic intake of $13.5 million. The only film that came close to contesting The weekend's winner was Sony and Crunchyroll's anime sequel, Demon Slayer, Kometsu no Yaiba, to The Hashira Training, debuting to $11.5 million domestically. In third place was the faith-based drama Ordinary Angels, which debuted to $6.5 million. Madam Webb dropped to fourth place during its second week in theaters, adding $6 million to its $35.4 million domestic yield. And holding tight to the top five is Universal's Migration, which earned another $3 million toward its $120.4 million total. More winners to tell you about as it was a busy weekend for award shows, starting with the SAG Awards on Saturday. In the TV categories, Succession and The Bear won the Drama and Comedy Ensemble Prizes, while Pedro Pascal, Elizabeth Debicki, Jeremy Allen White, and Iowa Adebery took home individual honors, along with Beef stars Ali Wong and Steven Yun. In the film categories, Oppenheimer took home the Ensemble Trophy, while Killian Murphy and Lily Gladstone won Actor and Actress, and Dave Joy Randolph and Robert Downey Jr. continued their streaks in the in the supporting categories. You can see the full list of winners along with highlights of the ceremony and our live red carpet show at EW.com. And at Sunday's Spirit Awards, Past Lives won Best Feature and Best Director for Celine Song. American Fiction star Jeffrey Wright won for Best Lead Performance and The Holdover's Dave Joy Randolph for Best Supporting Performance in the Gender-Neutral Acting Categories. Randolph's co-star Dominic Sessa won for Breakthrough Performance. Beef and Ali Wong picked up two more awards in the TV categories. For more on all of those stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Number three. All right, folks, it is the all-important week before Hometowns on The Bachelor, our number three pick today. And Joey is feeling the pressure as he and his final six women travel to Jasper, Alberta. Have a listen. Meeting someone's family is a very big deal. I want
1: to feel confident in, can I see a future? Can I really, really be honest with myself that that could possibly be my wife? I'm all in at this point. I think we really just have to, like, go for it.
0: The Bachelor's deep-seated fear of rejection once again comes to the forefront as he tries to choose the final four women for hometown dates, especially when Daisy says she's not yet falling in love with him.
1: I feel like I am falling in love, but I know this week is going to crush me. It's not a matter of if, it's when. This could be
0: the last date we ever have.
1: It would be heartbreaking. I am scared to lose Joey. Am I there yet? No. I'm not going to tell him I'm in love with him just to get a rose. My biggest fear is someone I chiefly care about not choosing me.
0: Well, hang in there, sweet baby angel Joey. Episode 7 of The Bachelor airs tonight at 8 on ABC. Deal or No Deal is back with a scenic twist. The game show is getting mashed up with a survival competition for the series debut of Deal or No Deal Island, our number two pick. Joe Manganiello is taking over hosting duties from Howie Mandel taking the season's contestants right to the bankers' private island. They'll compete in challenges to dig up briefcases hidden under the tropical terrain. Some will be filled with cash, while others contain advantages, such as a steel card that lets the holder take a case from another player. Here's a preview as Manganello welcomes the contestants to the bankers' island.
1: Let's get started, baby! Woo! Oh my gosh! What is that? Welcome guests to the banker's private island. Yay! I am Joe Manganello and I'm here to make sure that none of you go missing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Oh my god, that's the guy from Spider-Man. He's ripped, he's a big dude. He's kind of an idol for me. Yeah, baby. Joe is simply hot. That's all there is to it. I was chosen by the banker to serve as his personal gaming liaison which is a role that I was born to play. The banker has bested thousands of contestants in the old game, but now he's up in the ante in the hopes of finding his ultimate adversary. Yeah. Let's do it. Every night, one of you is going to play deal or no deal against the banker. The money you win goes into the final case, an ever-growing prize that only one of you will play for in the finale. One of you could be walking away with a fortune. We're talking life-changing money here. Because over the course of this game, there will be more than $200 million up for grabs. Uh,
0: Yeah, you heard that right. The competitors will have a chance to win more than $200 million during the first season of Deal or No Deal Island, which you can catch tonight at 9 on NBC and streaming tomorrow on Peacock. It's trivia time. Among Joe Manganiello's many credits are a couple of brief appearances in superhero movies. He pops up as Flash Thompson in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, and he also just about got the role of Superman that ultimately went to Henry Cavill in Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. He did, however, later get a brief appearance in Zack Snyder's Justice League as which popular DC villain? Lex Luthor, The Riddler, or Deathstroke? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We're getting a leap day on Thursday. So for this week in entertainment history, we're looking back to a comedy that has the distinction of a February 29th release date. It's Semi-Pro, the basketball comedy that starred the unexpected combination of Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, and Andre Benjamin. Now, the Leap Day release makes sense, since it's purported to document one possible version of how the Alley-oop was invented. Oh, this just in, it sounds like Jackie Moon is up and around the tropics locker room. Then fake the pass and go straight to the basket. Twiggy, how hard is it? He keeps throwing elbows,
1: what do you want me to do? I want you to stand up to him. Monix, wait, I gotta tell these guys something. I had a dream. I had a dream I was in heaven, and my mother spoke to me. She was wearing this flowing white gown, and she showed me a brand new way to score a basket. She called it the alley-oop. She spoke to me and she said, with this gift, you will win fourth place.
0: Yep, Semi-Pro has the rare distinction of being released in theaters on a leap day back in 2008. The last season may have just ended, but the hunt for new talent... Never ends. The season 25 premiere of The Voice arrives tonight, and there's a new coaching team in place. Reba McIntyre and John Legend are back in the chairs, but Niall Horan and Gwen Stefani aren't. Instead, Chance the Rapper returns to the show, and for the first time, Dan and Shay are going to be coaches, sitting in a new double chair as a string of aspiring singers attempt to earn a four-chair turn. Or would that be five now? Four and a half? Anyway, here's a tease for the new season as the veteran coaches get to know the newcomers. We play a little game, just so you guys could kind of get to know us better. This is called Two Truths and a Lie. The first one is... My real name is James. Jay and I are cousins. And I was homeschooled.
1: I don't believe they're cousins, No, He's
0: Arkansas, Pittsburgh, no. You
1: never lived somewhere else that like your From cousins your cousin? home? No. I, he home no. I believe you he was that? homeschooled. Homeschooled? The
0: lie is that they're cousins. I would agree with
1: that. I agree.
0: That's 100% correct.
1: Okay. Oh, yes.
0: Dan and I both have two kids and one dog. I studied finance in college. Dan's wife, Abby, sings backup vocals on some of our songs. I believe the last two. I know you have three kids. (laughs) You don't know the better. Just talk about it.
1: Two truths and a lie. Okay, great. You
0: were correct on that. (laughs) Well, Voice fans will know that Dan and Shay aren't actually new to the show. They were mentors for Blake Shelton's team in season 20 and stepped in as guest coaches for Niall Horan last season. The auditions start tonight when The Voice premieres at 8 on NBC, and you can also catch it tomorrow on Peacock. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Joe Manganiello appeared as which villain in one of Zack Snyder's DC movies? Lex Luthor, The Riddler, or Deathstroke? Manganiello briefly appeared in Snyder's Justice League as Deathstroke. He meets with Lex Luthor and even finds out Bruce Wayne's big secret in the 2021 Snyder Cut version of the movie. However, it appears that another appearance for Manganiello's Deathstroke is unlikely now that James Gunn has taken over DC Film World. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by... Jared Hall.
1: One, two, watch...